Cable Smith, welcoming everybody into episode 11 of Campfire Conversations. We're set to visit with Safari Club's Ben Cassidy. He is SCI's Director of Governmental Affairs. We've got a list of stuff to hit on today. So without further ado, let's get the ball rolling. Ben, always great to visit with you, man. Thanks for having me as always. It's great to be on with you. I'm glad that it's not raining here as much as it is there, but yeah. uh, it's coming it's our been, way. It's been crazy in Texas. I, I was telling you off the air, my son is, um, it's like baseball season just doesn't exist. We haven't had a game in like a month. It's crazy. 23 days of rain in May and June has been kind of off to the same start. Oh, that's painful. Yeah. We have a different weather event right now with our cicadas. And it was like uh, yesterday, it, the cicadas are, are swarming so heavy right now uh -huh. that it's showing up on Dopplers, you know? I saw that in your uh, news release there. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I had to I, put it in there because I, I, I'm just living it. You know, you open the door and they all fly in the house. It's just like the swarm. It's crazy. Um, it's like biblical, but... Right, very I, I much have, so. I've been seeing uh, a lot of people, like, posting cicada recipes, which yep. I think is funny. Yeah, we know. sent that around too. There's like a Frank's Red Hot was like sponsoring a whole <laughs> booklet on recipes. My my brother-in-law's been making tacos. He said they're not too bad. They, they're good with the cold beer. So <laughs> I haven't had a chance to try them myself yet. My wife doesn't want me bringing the bugs in the house. But yeah, well, Bobcat's not too bad, but that's not <laughs> something that I'm trying to eat again. So, no, <laughs> you know, check I mean, the box. Did it I'm excited. And... I'm more excited for turkeys to eat these cicadas because oh, I think yeah. it's going to be good for next year. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've got a lot to get into today. Let's start with something uh, that's important for my home state of Texas, and, and that is the exotic uh, wildlife bill where essentially, you know, Hunters for the Hungry is a great program. You can take a white-tailed deer, say your freezer's full, you're doing management on your, your lease or your property, and you could take as many deer as you want to processors that are enlisted in that program, but you can't take exotics. Um, so... And we, God, we have so many exotics in Texas, both free ranging and, um, you know, in high fences, but a lot, you know, you still have to do management on those species as well. And it seems like an oversight that this isn't already legal. Yeah. Oversight for sure. And I think during the pandemic, it was kind of laid bare that it's a no brainer to legalize it. You know, they yeah. did a temporary lift on it, uh, last year. So the bill that's going through now is to just make that temporary lift, a permanent one. And it's gone through, you know, all, all of Austin so far, it's just sitting on the, on the governor's desk. So we just need to get him to sign it. He's got until uh, June 20th to sign. Um, I know he'd be supportive, you know, I just, yeah. I just want to make sure that he, he knows it's sitting on his desk. So we've been really um, teeing up, you know, our, our membership to the grassroots really just kind of lighting up his, his phone line. So, folks listening in, you know, are able to, you know, just text SCI or text 73075 SCI to those numbers um, to get on our advocacy platform. You can send a note right to, to the governor and get that done because it, it is a no brainer. And who doesn't want more, you know, variety um, in their selections, right? Yeah. Well, and just, you know, from the standpoint of meat is getting more expensive. Um, pandemic has, you know, been some of that, but also, Biden's administration, everything's more expensive now. So it's, it's common knowledge when there's Democrat in the White House, everything costs more. I mean, look at gas prices. Car fuel, human fuel, <laughs> like every version of it, yeah. So speaking of uh, Biden, 
what about his ATF appointment, David Chipman? Uh, I, I, it was, I think it was Senator Kennedy. They had his, um, yeah. uh, appointment hearing a couple, it was like 10 days ago. And he was asking him to define what an AR is. Well, actually first he said, weapon, right? do you want to ban ARs? And he said, yes. Then he's like, do you know what an, how would you define an AR? And he's like, oh, I can't do that. Like, why can't you're going to be the head of the ATF? You should be the first person that knows how to define what you call an AR. And he he wouldn't do it. Right. He could he could define that as easily as as anything else that he could define. He just chose not to do it. But he did give some some answers and insights during that hearing, which a lot of the times you watch those things and they don't say anything of real substance, but massive concern. Uh, I know just talking with the rest of like the sportsman's community, you know, even NSSF, right? They never weighed in on an ATF director. And this mm-hmm. one, it's full bore, NRA full bore on it. I mean, we're full bore on it. Um, just so many just lines of concern. I mean, he just stands out. I mean, he was a paid lobbyist for gun control groups. You know, it would be I mean, like that- uh, nominating Beto to, to have that position. Totally. After that's what he said, you know, after everything he said about how he wants to take them all away. Yeah. I mean, it needs to be a concern for the entire sportsman's community, just given how much we all give to conservation, right? It's not just, mm-hmm. you know, hunting rifles and shotguns that go into Pittman Robertson. I mean, it's, it's everything. It's the most commonly used rifle in America, the AR-15, you know, that, yeah. that's paying into it, that 10 to 11% excise tax. And you get, you know, 10 million new people coming on board as gun owners over the last year. I mean, now's the best time for conservation ever the way the system's working, right? Yeah. Um, but something like that would just be threatening. And not to mention, which, you know, to be quite honest, I'd forgotten about, he was the opposition witness against the SHARE Act, which was the sportsman's package that the entire community was pushing forward, um, you know, about four years back. He was in the hearing as the opposition saying to oppose the bill. Yeah. And I mean, that's just completely counter to, um, to the community. So we're going above and beyond to, you know, try to shut it down need to be able to flip two democrats in order to get there i think republicans are lockstep in opposing at this stage at least we still have to make sure you know some folks like in maine don't get squirrely but we're able to to get two folks to to come around we could avoid it i just say it was kind of silly on on the administration side to even put them up they could get someone in that job that's going to do what they want them to do but yeah. he's the one that's just got the you know tattoo on his forehead saying i will ban you know right. like right. okay so, yeah. so we're bringing the fight. It's coming up quick. The vote's going to be next week. You know, they've been off for Memorial Day recess, um, but they're going to try to jam it through. Yeah, so that's a daunting one, though, for the Second Amendment and, and gun owners. You mentioned the AR-15, the most uh, popular platform in America. And I'm just thinking about all of the take, – take the guns out of it. you got to have ammunition to feed those guns, and that's probably where the majority of the funding is coming from. Um, that would just be devastating for conservation and the Second Amendment. So a double-edged sword there. Uh, what about the hunt-fish rule? And uh, I believe it's like 2 million acres of land that would be opened up to access for hunting and fishing. What, is, yeah. there, is there a real opposition to this? Yeah, there always is. I mean, you'll get like, you know, local groups that'll push back that are uninformed on on hunting that'll say it's going to, you know, create chaos and have, you know, rounds flying through their kitchen window. Um, 
there's always been pushback, you know, so under Trump, um, he did the, the biggest expansion ever on, on, on national wildlife refuges, you know, adding in over 4 million um, new acres of access. Nobody ever wants to talk about that, though, by the way. They all want to vilify Trump as this guy who um, was only bad for hunting and conservation in the environment. I'm just like, show me what he did that was bad. Right. Unprecedented. I mean, just w- what was committed to opening up access, what was done with, you know, say migration corridors. These are ideas that have been floated about in a bipartisan way for ages, you know, um, that actually got done under him. So yeah. he really laid the groundwork for and listened to what folks were, were asking for with increasing access, you know, on refuges. It's part of the mandate for managing refuges is that hunting is a contributing force to conservation. So open it where it can be open. So he took that to heart and made it happen. And now we're seeing a proposed rule that would do an additional 2 million acres uh, for access. And that's, you know, across the country. I wish I'd done my homework right before this to see what, if anything, is in Texas, maybe something down on the Gulf. Um, But opportunities abound in places where they didn't before, you know, for a whole range of species, whether it's, you know, fish or mammals. Uh, It's proposed now. So going to be final and they're taking comments from folks up until the end of this month like june 30th so right now you know we're just asking all of our members and all the advocates out there to just pour in and support it because i wouldn't take it for granted there are groups that make money off of trying to shut it down i mean what trump did over the last four years i mean that got sued by by humane society you know yeah. uh, to, to shut it down now this has been put out by this administration it's not being sued but <laughs> they'll yeah. still try to back channel you know shut it down uh, what about Europe and trophy bands there? And why should why should Americans even care? Well, it's all like politicians, not all of them, but a number of them are very lazy and they like to copy bad ideas, you know? So mm-hmm. if it starts in Brussels, it'll end up in California. It'll end up in Austin, you know, maybe, maybe not this session, right? But over in Europe, we're seeing that same fight that we're seeing everywhere else with trophies, where it's just emotion-driven, shut it down, um, written poorly, you know, just without any sort of scientific merit to it. So they're moving along where their body, their plenary is having a vote on their biodiversity strategy. They're 30 by 30 is what we call in the U.S. It's the same same um, impetus over there. Uh, it was all started, you know, at the Convention on Biological Diversity. But mm-hmm. they're having their vote um, where the language was originally drafted that would just shut down imports of all endangered species, you know, which is way more extreme than, than what we see. You know, here we have enhancement findings, non-detriment findings, you know, if it helps with conservation, then it, then it's approved. This would just totally shut it down. It doesn't clarify what those species are even. Um, so we've been working really hard with our allies over there with FACE. Um, that's the big uh, European hunting organization based out of Brussels um, to clarify that it applies to commercial, not to, you know, individual, um, imports like Mm -hmm. trophies um we've got in a good place right now we got through debate yesterday where the only mention of hunting was positive from some of our friends over there um but there will be a vote it's a it's it's done in private they don't have it on like c-span like we do here so we'll have some details later today on where it went but we're getting it in the right direction really did that in a good way you know by seeing engagement um from the scientific community from suli uh, from the community leaders, you know, African community leaders, community leadership network, and then from, you know, some of the ambassadors um, that are in Brussels that that represent um, the, their countries back in Africa, but are living in, in Brussels. And they, they all messaged in, you know, telling their side of the story on it. 
Um, and it's shown to be very effective. Could you imagine the arrogance of these people um, who want to tell African countries how to manage their wildlife? Like, absolutely. Totally moronic and vain. And it's funny to me because the left always says, oh, we're the humanitarian party and, you know, we're, we're for um, human rights and philanthropy and all this other crap. If you, if you really were that, you wouldn't be trying to take away the ability of third world countries to make a living while, you know, sitting in your cubicle from half a world away. We don't want you to have the right to make a living. And also, we don't care about the animals either because they're going to be the first things that are wiped out. You can't make a buck off of a, off a herd of uh, blessed buck. Okay, well, we're going we're gonna to shoot all the blessed buck and we're going to put cows there. How do you like that? Exactly. I think it's like with campfire, it's like the funds derived from campfire directly benefit 200,000 people, indirectly 600,000 people. That's a lot of lives, you know? And then they've tried to like, yeah, replace, you know, the hunting with like photo safaris, but it's never been able to replace it because no one's taking a photo safari in those communities and places that people go to hunt. You know, we're, mm -hmm. we're crazy. We'll pay good money and travel far distances, you know, to sleep on a rock. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, kind of in the same vein, Connecticut, uh, has been in the the hunting industry's news of late. They've they've. It seems like Connecticut's always trying to introduce some stupid trophy importation ban, uh, but it seems like there is actually good news on, you know, thwarting the the latest advancement. Yeah, on, uh, I mean, fingers crossed. But you know, a lot of good work has gone into Connecticut, which is yeah, like you said. I mean, that's that's a, it's a tough spot. That's a that's a bad idea factory. You know, number one. I can I can say all I want badly about Hartford, Connecticut, because I was born there and I crawled out of it. <laughs> Literally crawled out there. It's so like I'm out. Um, but yeah, so it was introduced as just like an, another one, just to shut it all down, you know. Um, and it would have preempted fish and wildlife service federal law, which you just uh -huh. you can't do. Um, and we've sued on that before and won, you know, in New Jersey, which forced California when they passed their bill to veto it and toss it out. Um, so we sent a great letter, you know, from our crack legal team, just explaining like, you know, you can do this and you will be sued and you will fail and you'll, you'll look foolish because uh, you're preempting, you know, federal law. Um, and they took it to heart. It was, you know, basically, you know, quoted during the debates. Um, they amended the bill. Uh, I see it right now in its current iteration as toothless. Um, by the time, you know, this probably goes on Instagram or live, um, we'll know whether or not it's even been signed by the governor. Um, it's still being hung up with the amendment process. Nothing bad, additionally bad has been put on there. We've only added amendments that have kind of defanged it, I'd say. Hmm. Uh, so if things go well, knock on wood, we'll just get out of session without it making it to the governor. If it gets to the governor, we'll remind him again, you know, does he want to waste his time s signing something that's going to, you know, get him sued, mm -hmm. cost him more money and not fix any problem. But that's just been a really fun fun session with them, you know, just educating, you know, just like seeing how grossly uneducated um, some of the, the folks were, you know, on how it works, you know, like, how are we going to stop people from coming in with, with, what do they call it? Rhino horn, which, you know, <laughs> like rhino ivory, which is not um, in a suitcase into Hartford airport. It's like, okay, we got right. so many steps back. So we ended up just educating them going through how overregulated the whole process is you know i'm not pushing like saying we deregulate all of this but it's the most regulated process possible so many checks and balances in place before anything comes into into the the country um and that was eye-opening we ended up turning some votes our way just from you know going through a powerpoint of just 
A to B, you know, how you get the trophy over. Um, yeah. It's good stuff. But yeah, I think we're in a good place there right now, but more to report, you know, by next week. Speaking of, uh, of trophies and, and you mentioned earlier, um, well, I don't know if you mentioned the big five, you said endangered species, the big five are not endangered. Um, I, you know, in certain parts of the world, sure. Black rhino endangered. Um, but they're trying to add giraffe to this list. That seems to be their latest, uh, their latest goal. And I don't know if it's just cause they're big and they're spotted or what, but yeah, the big charismatic megafauna, right? Yeah. And have, have I told you that I'm going to shoot one or I'm going to hunt one in, uh, July. That's awesome. Yeah. My, Where are you uh, going? South Africa. That's awesome. And I didn't really have the desire, mostly because um, where am I going to put the damn thing, right? Um, and I just didn't. It, but I have eaten it over there. My buddy shot one three or four years ago. Absolutely delicious. I've heard of that. Again, none of nothing goes to waste over there. The guys fight over like the the trackers and stuff. They fight over the intestinal lining of the animals. Like the it's it's awesome. Nothing Every little away. bit goes to use. Yes. That's awesome. Uh, we took part of my Cape Buffalo to a school. Um, the kids literally were jumping up and down because they knew they were going to get red meat. And, and the cool thing, the school that we went to, my uh, safari company, John X Safaris, they put in electricity for that school. They dug a well. We played soccer on a field that they leveled, put up the goals. They have done everything for that school, and it's all based off of $100. And, uh, and so anyway, my kiddos... They were like, Dad, why don't you shoot a giraffe? And I was like, eh, that never really appealed to me. But but now that they're trying to put them on the list and they're trying to tell me I can't, and then my kids are like, Dad, hunt a giraffe. <laughs> I am. Okay. We're going to have a nice giraffe rug, you know, fingers crossed. If it works Is that out, what you're so. going to do? Yeah. I mean, I don't have the room to put a full, you know, no. giraffe mount. But I want, I, you know, I think a rug would be cool in the, yeah. in the trophy room. So, um, but um, what about switching gears here? I saw this, which I thought was great news. Um, Colorado, we are trying to prevent them from using hunter dollars for wolf reintroduction, which obviously we were uh, vehemently opposed to from the get-go. It passed by less than one percentage point when Colorado, the Colorado uh, populace got to vote on what to do with whether or not to reintroduce them. And, and it was like 50 point, like it 6%, was 50, like 0.6 or something like that. It was absurd. It was it the closest election in the whole state for any of the ballot initiatives or anything. Nothing was that close, you know, like even for like elected officials statewide, like the Senate race, like the Republican who's tremendous, incredible Senator, great friend of ours, Cory Gardner, he got lost or he lost in a big landslide. Uh, but something like this, mm -hmm. like kept it so close, you know, our members were so active there, um, but still passed. And so now they're trying to work through figuring out how to actually do it, you know, <laughs> like their bad idea. They've actually got to own it now. Right. Um, so saw, yeah, some great movement with, you know, preventing um, um, with legislation out there to prevent dollars from hunters going towards the reintroduction. So that's money that goes to Colorado parks and wildlife that would be used for it. Cause that's, that's the, I wonder how they'll fund it. What's that? I wonder how they will fund it. They won't. We wanted, to, we wanted it to collapse, you know? I mean, it's just pointing out, like, the facts in a different way, you know, that it's not feasible without our dollars. And also, it just highlights, you know, what a strain it's already going to be on their, you know, natural resource department, um, which already doesn't have a huge budget. Now they've got yeah. to spend all their dollars on, on on a new problem, an invented problem. Yeah. 
Yeah. One that will be very expensive. They, they call it a, a reintroduction. We're going to call it an introduction, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially well, when I just have to say with all the, all the footage of actual like collared wolves that are showing up in Colorado, like you don't have to do this. Like it's going to happen itself. Yeah. They're coming. They're not managed. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing people don't realize wolves <laughs> are expanding their range rapidly throughout the mid, uh, throughout the West. And the, you know, obviously the, the great lake States have their own issues up there. Um, but, uh, the, you know, wolves are hard to kill. They're hard to trap. They're hard to hunt. And that's why you have, um, state agencies like Idaho fishing game, shooting them out of helicopters and not telling the public about it, yep. but they do it. Somebody's they, they do, it. do it for their elk herd because that's where conservation dollars come from. This is what a mess. Um, what about, the last thing I have here on my notes is, and this directly affects things like, um, you know, our convention, SHOT Show, but I think we defeated a Nevada bill that would have greatly affected uh, the viability of, of those type of events. Yeah, I mean, it would have really thrown some some chaos. I mean, it was a lot of messaging um, from from some of the, the casinos um, and from the Senate majority leader, Democrat over there, mm-hmm. uh, to just further restrictions on firearms at casinos. I mean, they've already got stickers up saying, you know, no firearms on the floor and all that. But it, it would have been basically a, a gift to, to Bloomberg in every town. Um, and we were able to defeat it. Um, session expired. It, it died on Memorial Day. It's a great day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, it was. I mean, it was. It was opposed by us, NSSF, obviously with Shot Show, NRA. You know, our, our great friends, um, opposed even by the ACLU because as being a racist bill, a stop and frisk bill. So it ended up, you know, caving on its own. But it was a real threat, and we got to action on it quickly, and we're able to to make sure it didn't become a reality, so that we're able to enjoy the show that we're all planning on enjoying in 225 days, <laughs> not counting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be great to be back at conventions in person, and uh, I'm certainly looking forward to uh, to coming. It's uh, January. What is the what is the actual date? What's in 225 days? I want to say it's the 19th of January. Okay, kickoff. Right on. Well, that's all I have on uh, on the run sheet here for today. Uh, if folks want to get involved with SCI, you know we've got chapters all over the country. Uh, but from a organizational standpoint, what's the best way to do that? Safariclub.org, click on membership, make it as easy as possible right there. I would also just, you know, encourage everyone to, to get onto our, our action advocacy center. Uh, that's free of charge. You just send a text message, 73075, text SCI uh-huh. to 73075. Um, that gets you looped in. That's when we start telling you about all the, the hot items going on in your backyard and then also nationally and internationally where you can get involved. So two really well, we've great talked about to, all yeah. the great things that you guys are doing. It's not free to do that. So mm-hmm. membership dollars obviously go a long way towards um, helping in this fight. You know, the things that we've talked about today, what is a annual membership? $65. Okay. And, and that, I mean, what that pays for, it all goes back into what we're doing and the unique, role that we play, you know, in defending hunting um, across the full spectrum and, 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 and just access across the full spectrum. Um, nobody else, you know, 
from my vantage in DC is doing it the way we are, you know, other species specific do great jobs in that regard, but no one's putting, you know, that hunter first and those $65. I mean, it goes right into the efforts that we're doing. Um, it can always be used just with the fights like we're talking about on every single front possible, not to mention, you know, when I'm going in and meeting with, you know, a Senator or, um, with the member of Congress, I mean, they're not there to meet with, you know, Ben Cassidy. They're there because I'm on the shoulders of, you know, our entire army. The bigger the army, the louder the voice, the more we get listened to. Right, right. SafariClub.org, that is the website. Ben, always a pleasure catching up. I look Absolutely. forward to our next conversation. Me too. Anytime. Thanks. All right. Take it easy. You too. Well, that's going to do it for episode 11 of Campfire Conversations. I'm Cable Smith. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Well's drying up and the creek is gone. Dust is flying, cows are skin and bone. Drought like this could drive you from your home. But we're one day closer to rain.